Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Welcome to Right on Radio, where we teach how to live right in the real world. And that does not include teaching you how to live, but it shows you what the real world is. And you can decide for yourself how to live right in it. We do believe the real world is both physical and spiritual. So we address both these things on this program. And the two topics you're not supposed to discuss in any public forum, so they say, is God and politics. So guess what we talk about? God and politics. Why? Because God's in charge of everything. Everything is created in the spiritual, but yet it's manifested in the physical, which involves the politicians and they're not always controlled by God. Sometimes they're controlled by deities. So we're going to talk about deities today as well. Plus, we're going to talk about how to kill a mockingbird. Huh. How does this all fit in? And the financial collapse of all of these major corporations. Wait till you check this out. But for it all to happen, I need to bring on the second host of this show. Her divineness can bring down deities, and her name is Jesse Zaboder. Good day to you, Jesse. Good day. <laughs> what an intro. You know, I've got a lot to live up to, I guess. <laughs> well, I think your track record has been pretty effective. There's a deity named uh, Moloch who's chained to a wall for three years now. Yeah, that, that is true. But <laughs> uh, was he like a general type guy? Yeah, he's one of the top generals. <laughs> yes, things are happening. So we're going to talk about some stuff and I want to, we're going to focus on one deity in this because it, it's just really come to mind. So let me give you a bit of background, Jesse, just to see where I'm going with this. I've got a ton of news lined up. I'll one thing about Telegram and please for the listening audience, always check the description boxes uh, under these broadcasts because we give some good links and we want you, we're asking you to please follow us on the different platforms because the platform you're watching us on right now might not be here tomorrow and we don't want to lose you as part of the family. So I've been on Telegram and I haven't spent a lot of time and actually Telegram is much superior to Twitmo uh by it, it well no no so the interface on twitter was really good it's good tech I, yeah. you know obviously the guy who owns it's a dick uh, a satanic guy by the way it, by his own admission right just saying <laughs> uh, but one thing about uh, this telegram is the amount of news what i used to compile in an hour on twitter i can do in 10 minutes on telegram now wow it's it's like really right. amazing so i'm posting all these uh, stories that I think really have interest to this program uh, on right on radio's telegram channel. And, you know, sometimes we might read the news from there and I stack it up in case we want to, but a lot of the time it just, that's not what, that's not what's important. And so rather than watching the news, Jesse, for the last two days, I've been watching prophecies. 
Oh. I've spent hours and hours watching and listening to prophecies. And, uh, you know, and and also, you know, listening to God, what he's going to tell, and, and a couple of things that he said, and this is going to be exciting for you, the audience today, was we're going to be doing a bit of a dive on this uh, over the coming programs. Right. By visiting the past, and I mean the past and some of the things that we've said in shows before, you're going to see the future even clearer. Interesting. And what's interesting about this, Jesse, is I have this habit of not wanting to repeat myself. I always want to do something new. That's my personality. I don't live in the past. I want to do something new all the time, new challenges, new things. But yet God clearly spoke to me. Um, by, like, that's how I learn, too. Like, if I put on a program and they're saying, oh, they're talking about that again. You know, they're talking about the Rona again. I'm sick of it. I'm on to the next thing. But other people need to hear certain things multiple times. And what God revealed to me is by visiting some of the things from the different shows that we've done and the things we've covered, Jesse, they tie in in a different way because of the day it is today. Interesting. Now that is, you know, and I could see how that will help other people. It's almost like giving summaries that lead them to the current happenings. Plus news unlocks past, right? Yeah, and and right. shows and proves the future. Right. So there's so much stuff going on right now. And I really, by the way, there's another caveat. This is also pleasing to the listening audience. Somehow we're going to deliver joy by the end of this broadcast. <laughs> You're making some big claims today. <laughs> and I'm counting on you to fulfill them all, Jesse. Okay, so my job is to make sure everybody leaves with joy today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right. So just a couple things out of the way and why we're going to get into Kill a Mockingbird, but we're going to take a while to get there. There's a lot of stuff to cover in between. But there's a couple stories that have really just come up and it proves how the media is so dead. Mm. They are not serving you. Of course, if you've been watching this program, you probably know that already. Right. But I want to bring up some really big examples. Jesse, you sent an article to me this morning about the nuns and what they're doing. Why don't you talk about that for a moment? Yeah, so that was just describing how um, a certain area, I was trying to remember where it was from, um, but basically they, they've been prosecuted that some of these nuns were selling, um, knowingly selling boys from the age of, you know, 10 to 15, renting them out to whether it was local government or other government people, uh, businessmen, um, and these people were sexually abusing these boys, but they were aware of it. And then what was brought out um, was that some of these victims have now joined forces and are um, legally taking action against these nuns in the Catholic church. Um, and, 
you know, prosecuting and, you know, it stems beyond the sexual abuse to emotional abuse as well that, you know, some of these boys would return after, you know, they said as long, some of them had this periods where they were rented out as long as a week or two, they would come back disheveled, you know, beaten, bruised. Um, some of them had, you know, they used the word semen on their clothing and uh, the nuns then would beat or, um, you know, uh, put down these children for that. They would get punished. Um, so that was part of the harassment that was going on. And um, so, you know, this article really does a great job in bringing forth um, the evidences that this was happening. Um, and it just really is kind of heartbreaking that people would knowingly enable, I mean, basically the nuns worked as handlers. You know, they, I'm sure there was some benefit or profit that they got in this by procuring grooming and coordinating. And it was a pretty big operation as well, right? Yeah. Like it, yeah. it was a big operation. And, and I think one of the main points of the article was no major news outlet is covering it. Now, I don't know that they put sensational stuff on the cover of all kinds of magazines and the grocery store and the newspapers. And, you know, there's the, the rags like the inquirer and, you know, but then there's the major news outlets. And I don't know, nuns selling boys to go to orgies and to be abused and stuff like that. Sounds like a big story to me. Yeah. Not covered. Not covered Why? at all. Why? Exactly. And, and by the way, they're persecuted. So this is not a made up story. Right. It's been prosecuted. Yep. So let me bring up a couple other examples about media malpractice. Uh, Newsmax, who everyone started to turn to when they turned away from Fox, you know, they had Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy, on, and he's talking about this documentary he's releasing tomorrow, Friday, and it's going to be putting out all of his evidence together. And, you know, it sounds like it's going to be quite compelling. And the Newsmax anchor walked off the set because he wouldn't shut him up. And they already shut down his mic and everything when he was talking. But, you know, that's not getting... So, obviously, that whole evidences of the selection aren't coming forth. No, Every news media just says, no, it never happened. There's no evidence. Every court has said, no, they're lying to you. Right. So, that is another one. And, by the way, just a, <laughs> a free commercial for Mike Lindell. This guy's taken a hit. A lot of his major... Uh, Retailers have canceled holding his stuff because he supported uh, the POTUS. Right. And uh, this guy is putting his money where his mouth is. He's putting it all on the line. And I got to tell you, having being someone who's had sleep problems for many, many years, I invested my sleep and I bought those. And they're the best pillows I've ever had by far. Honestly. Go out, support this guy. If you need a pillow, even if you don't, it's better than the one you have. I'm telling you. And what's the name? Say the name of his company one more time or where you MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. All right. 
unfortunately, I don't have a co discount code for you. This isn't a, you know, <laughs> a, a commercial, but listen, it's uh, and they're easy to find, uh, but definitely go get uh, those pillows. They're fantastic. All right. So they're, they're not, so they wouldn't cover that story, but here's a big story. And now Jesse, I'm going to pick on Fox news. All right. And I'm going to make a, a case and I'm going to see if you agree with me about who is who in Fox news, as far as the personalities go. I don't think they're who you think they are. Let's hear your case. Lay it out here. <laughs> okay. So, first of all, the, there's this worldwide uh, thing going on with the Rona, right? Right. So, that's kind of a big story. And and everyone knows how the, uh, at least everyone who watches this, I, I assume, knows about that HCQ. If you said the word, your channel was banned and doctors couldn't come out and speak. And, you know, because it, it cost 20 bucks, right? You didn't have right. to pay billions for these uh, these pokes in the arm. So that got quashed. But there's something even more dramatic than that. Because that one has been around for 70 years. Safe to use. Right. Seems to be effective. Not wholly effective, but seems to be effective. There's another drug called Invermectin. I-N-V-E-R-M-E-C-T-I-O-N. Or TIN. And in September of 2020, there was a doctor who appeared for the second time. So he was there, I think, in June. Then he was back in September saying, Look, this is a miracle. You take this, it's cheap, it's been around for years. It's actually known as one of the world's safest drugs. He did this in front of Congress. And by the way, the second time he goes, look, I've got 40,000 cases. We've got peer reviews. It's absolutely, you take this, you won't get it. If you have it, you take it, it clears up. And by the way, one pill, it's not taking it for a week or two weeks. Just take this pill. It kills it. Not on the news. Right. Now the news, they typically cover these things in front of Congress. And when it's in front of Congress and this guy has a reputation and all these people are appear, wasn't covered. Hmm. Now let's talk about some Fox personalities because they were the good guys prior to November, right? I mean, they were helping out. They were the only individuals putting out stuff from our president. Yeah, only ones. The rest of it was, they were on our side, it seemed like. Right. Okay, so one of the hosts, who's been a radio host for many, many years and got a show a few years ago, I'm not sure when, is this uh, Laura Ingram. Mm -hmm. Now, apparently her show has been applauded because no one has gone into the Rona like she has. She's done a deep dive on it, like almost every program for since this thing has been out. She's had the doctors on, she's had this, she's mentioned HCQ. To my knowledge, not once has ever brought up this miracle drug that would just end it. Yep. Doing a deep dive, knowing that this is, she has to know. It was done in front of Congress, but I know she should know. She's got researchers. Mm -hmm. 
Why did she never bring it up? Hmm. That's a good question. All right. Here's the next one. Let's go to Sean Hannity. This guy has been a conservative voice for 30 years on the radio. Big following. He does not pursue anything. There's so many things that he does not talk about. It's only complaining. Right. Watch his show. It's only complaining. Can you imagine if the show was on the other foot? If Don Jr. had said this, what the radical left would do? That's what his show was about. Right. So when you look about separating people left and right, you just, the whole idea behind the Mockingbird programming is so you feel like you have an ally. Yep. But they're not. So those two I just mentioned, I am convinced, my opinion, are controlled opposition. Uh, I think your opinion is very plausible. Plausible. Look, it's just this is news, views, opinions, and attitudes. All right. I'm giving a bit of attitude and some opinion here. Now, let's talk about actually Maria Bartiromo. Mm -hmm. Now, she hasn't covered the Rona thing extensively. I think she touches on it a bit, but she's more in the corruption than that. She's been a good person. She's actually covered and got people in and dug deep and held guys like Lindsey Graham, the snake my opinion, accountable. Right. Now let's go to the big one. The guy who has the biggest rated show on all of TV as far as cable news. Tucker Carlson. What yeah. say you, Jesse? You know, knowing these individuals and how they work their programs, when you mentioned the word allies, you know, they're very good at stacking the deck both ways. They don't care who you follow, just as long as they still have full control and the narrative is getting pushed, even if the, you know, sometimes they will do the reverse psychology thing. They will have individuals who will look like they're pushing against the narrative and yet you still are being led in the same exact direction. They don't care how, how you get to the end goal. All they care is that the end goal gets met. So, you know, I would agree with you. Um, he's an individual that I think as well has been one of those huge reverse psychology guys. You know, he looks like he's questioning. He looks like he's causing doubt, you know, against certain, against the narrative. He looks like, you know, he's working for the other side, you know, like the good side. But I think that he's still steering in a direction. You know, when you, none of these guys take the full stand, you know, against that narrative in a way. Um, I don't know how to put that, but um, there's a few big names out there that I think have definitely been 
we'll just call them advanced um, controlled opposition. You know, their job is to get in the inner circle of, uh, of the white hats and, you know, to play the game, to make it look good. And in that, you know, they're keeping control. They're keeping an eye on things. You know, with him, uh, and by the way, what's, what's, what's interesting is both Tucker and Hannity, and I'm not sure about uh, Laura, but those are the three big shows on the network. So I just, I bring up those three, but at least on Tucker and Hannity, they've mentioned this uh, 17th letter conspiracy thing, each on their show, at least once in the last week, but yet. They just say, we don't know what it is, and they move on. They've never addressed it. Funny. Huh. But Tucker, I think what's interesting about him is I actually think he's a good guy in this. And I used to despise the guy years ago. But I'll say this. For him to have the platform he's on, he does have to conform a certain amount. And what's telling is what he avoids. Right. But what he goes on to now, uh, I think some of his commentaries are very good, but again, it's just complaining. It's just complaining. The news is, yeah. is done. Now there's some other big stories that have come out and Jesse, you forwarded one to me as well. Um, and a lot of other shows like this are saying that there's been these massive arrests. Uh, there's definitely tape of, hundreds of police cars going into the White House, going to Congress and stuff like that. But I'm going to take a different stance on what's happening than what other shows are. So Jesse, what what do you think is going on? And let's see if we can. Yeah. Well, I, I I believe we're kind of on the same page with that. Um, You know, Again, this is a, we'll have to put it as opinions and personal beliefs. Um, but I believe there's an underground dumb base in that area. And what I believe has been happening is child rescues under that White House area. And Congress. Yeah. So what are the, what the other shows are reporting? And by the way, so I've heard... Santa Surfing, who has a pretty good show. I like her show. She's very upbeat, very positive. Um, Apparently, someone has fed her documents that show that actually Pelosi and Schumer have been arrested, and it's court documents. So maybe they haven't. In fact, I actually think they have been, but for quite a long time ago. Um, So when everyone's reporting that uh, all these police cars are going in at 2 or 3 in the morning, they are. We have video evidence. and Yep. But guess what? Congress isn't there at two or three in the morning. So they're not being arrested. So we don't know what is going on here exactly. But I can say this. It was orchestrated so that, listen, if they wanted to, they could go in and all these black suburbans. They could go into this. No, they had lights on. Yeah. It was done for a show we just don't know what we're being shown yet. Right. And one of the other pieces of evidence can be taken two ways as well. Uh, someone had brought out that, you know, the military that was sleeping there 
at the Congress building that they had U.S. Marshal badges that they had all been sworn in as U.S. Marshals, which means that they can do arrests. Um, but the other thing that U.S. Marshals can do is they can transport witnesses. They provide federal whistleblower witness protection. So it could also be used in providing protection if they're doing a huge child rescue operation. And, you know, you and I, I think that explains the buses. And listen, we know about the underground underneath all of Washington, D.C. Yeah. And we know, listen, Washington, D.C., we think it's Congress. They think it's a temple. Yeah. They yeah, think it's a temple. They do. And they use it as such. They ritually use our public uh, government buildings for rituals. They do. Now... Going back to the media, hundreds of police cars, the place is enclosed like a prison, and they just keep focusing on the National Guard being there. Why wasn't any media outlet reporting? What's going on here? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> they didn't have their camera on? I don't know. No. The White House cameras constantly on. That's there. There's constantly cameras on those buildings but they didn't choose to report it. This is where I think it's going to get interesting, Jesse, because two things that come up out of this, and of course no one else will report that. That's why, that's why you're listening to Right On Radio with Jesse and Jeff. <laughs> no one else is doing this stuff. And we can get into the small details and all this stuff, but it, 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 look, the story is so much bigger than the small details. So what's really interesting? Oh, Jesse, your camera went off. That might have been intentional. So here's the details. We're talking about child rescue or maybe even adult rescue because they keep them down there too. Mm -hmm. And if we were going to attach a demonic or deity general to the kids in tunnels. What's the first name that comes to your mind, Jesse? Uh, one of them, you know, commander would be Leviathan. Um, you've also got Molech and Ball. Is well, Ball I think is the one. Ball is the huge one in Washington, along with Ashtaroth. So in Ashtaroth. Yeah. So uh, what I was thinking was Ball and and. You're, you know more about this stuff than I do, but, you know, because we've talked about Baal and certainly the sacrifices to Baal and the Bible and everything are very, very clear. So we've got Baal doing his work down there and perhaps that's being defeated right now because we think God's at work here, by the way. Yep. You know, we think yep. God's at work. And then we've got Leviathan. And what is Leviathan known for, Jesse? Um, boy, he, he's got quite a list, but one of the thing is, you know, tethering, um, but also, you know, he's usually the one who's going to be overseeing anything that deals with, um, waterways. Um, you know, another name that in the older days that were given to him was Dagon, you know, and, and we've got in the book of Daniel, or in Kings, you know, they talk about the Temple of Dagon, you know, the mermaid-looking god like Triton, the ocean, the water, the seas, 
Um, that's kind of his domain. And under there, you do have, you know, that huge waterway that sits above ground that gives way to the obelisk, which, oh, the obelisk is often seen as like the scripture talks about the ball and the Ashtaroth poles, the fertility God. And, you know, Leviathan is one of Ball's commanders. He's his top commander. So, so what I'm hearing, and some of this is but, some of this is new information to me. What you just shared, so fantastic, Jesse. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, if so, what what's coming? You know, well, it should be apparent. I guess it should have been all for a long time. It, it probably was in many ways. Is that first of all, all of these demons have a bloodlust. Mm-hmm. That's part of their survival. But from what I've gleaned, Leviathan's specialty is like communications. He's a twister of words. When you hear about spin doctors, when you hear about the mockingbird media, I believe this is a direct attachment of Leviathan. Leviathan is running the media, the propaganda networks. Hmm. Would that be possible, Jesse? Would... And my, uh, maybe I've interpreted this wrong. That's very possible. Um, the spirit that I've, you know, and it could be hand in hand, but the other big one that you have over that is Toth. Um, so he's the one that's known for, you know, as the Masons put it in their vows, um, he's the God who blows the wind into the hearts of men. And that wind has a connotation of, you know, God spoke everything into creation. So, you know, it's that the words, the wind being blown into the hearts of men. So um, usually when you're dealing with the Masons, Toth is going to be the top for communications. Leviathan very well could go hand in hand. You know, you, we've got a structure here. You have more than one commander more than one area, more than one region. But the fact okay. is that we've got these demonic generals who are over this, these regions. They're giving jobs to their commanders. Their commanders are then, you know, commanding legions of demons to oversee these things. And listen, the but, more we name, the better, Jesse. Yeah. The more we name, the better. And by the way, one day soon... Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to look at these things and say, really? That? <laughs> right? You are <laughs> so much more powerful than they are. They, right. Now, they have divine powers. They're spiritual. They're more in tune with uh, how things work than we are at this point. I think that yeah. day is going to change. So, so you've got Toth who, you know, Toth skills, like we were saying, you know, he's, he's skilled with the words. He's skilled with drawing men through words into situations. You've got Leviathan who is commander. We'll just say of the seas, the water, but how that works, you know, is that he's in charge of the, the movement of, of operations. And then the third one you've got coming in there is Marquis who's one of the Dukes and he's in charge of um, 
charades, like he's a master of charades, make, you know, making a situation chaotic, um, causing havoc, destruction, you know, just going in, tearing up everything and getting out of there. You know, so you've got several working hand in hand together, cycling through these different areas. And are they in a all, power struggle amongst themselves, Jesse? Oh, all the time. Yeah. And then with their hosts as well, whoever's hosting them, you know, you've got that whole aspect too. So, and they could have multiple hosts at once as well, right? Um, usually they only have the commander, the highest commanders and the generals usually only have a couple like five to 10 that they go between. Um, but yeah, they could have multiple hosts and those hosts would then be fighting with each other as well for power. It's all about who can be the top dog um, underneath the commanding generals. So they're always fighting for that territory. Um, you know, more souls, they want to command more area. Um so you've got all of that going on and, you know, you don't get a lot of, you know, the, the, the top generals know their place, you know, they're not going to be fighting as much. They've been assigned their territories, but their commanders will fight for top dog ship. Hmm. Yeah. And they have us as people through their manipulations, doing the same things. Right. Doing so, the I mean, same things. Yeah. It, it, it's interesting when you break it down because you had, um, you know, Aquino who, you know, was a Lieutenant Colonel, but he pretty much, you know, was in charge of, um, we'll just say like the, the main structure of the military, the De Department of Defense, like he kind of, Structurally was the guy who was commanding a lot of those things. There's other generals who were involved with him. The main demonic connection through him was Toth. Then you had Brennan, um, you know, his main general that he's involved with is Azazel. And um, Samael is another one. And then you had um, you know, I really can't say the name on there, but we've talked about, you know, Vanderbilt's son who, you know, is part of this killing a mockingbird project that, you know, we're dealing with, um, you know, their family line, the main connection there are going to be Ashtaroth and Marquis. So you've got these people pulling you know, all these demonic powers. Yeah, and it's so big. Like, this is what's shocking to me, is how big of an organization, how big of a system this is, and no one's talked about it. Again, you know, I'm pro-church, but the church has failed. It failed me in many ways. And we've got, you know, what the scriptures say, Jesus died you know, to defeat and to destroy, utterly destroy the works of the devil. And 
as the sons of the living God, we have authority, we have power over these demonic beings. You know, Satan's been given temporary reign to run his kingdom. But what does it say in scripture that the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power, and that it is being ushered in, that it comes in power, you know, and who who's bringing that, you, you know, kingdom into power, it's the power of the Holy Spirit through the sons of the living God. And it says all of creation waits with hopeful expectation for the revealing of the sons of God. So we have the full authority of, of Jesus Christ, which means, you know, what does that authority entail? We have the power to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cleanse the lepers and to cast out demons. And that includes, you know, it's not just low level demons. It, you know, it's not just those who are oppressing people, you know, like cockroaches. Um, we have authority over these demonic generals. We have authority over Satan, who is one of the archangels, one of the commanding generals in God, you know, used to be God's army. Um, he separated himself from that. But we've got that authority and we have the ability to use that to gain back properties and control. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go. <laughs> you have to go? Yeah. All right. Well, listen, I'm just going to continue on, Jesse. She has something going on. I'm just going to I'll get, do a quick summary on this. In fact, I'll wrap it up in about two or three minutes. So, Jesse, I'll let you deal with it, and uh, I'll just continue on so we have an end to this. All right. Or, or hold on. You know what? Are you going to be long? Should I pause it? No, it'll probably I'll take take, I'll just deal with it. No problem. Okay, thank you. Jesse, God bless you. I'll see you later. All right. So listen, where am I going with all of this? I told you I've been studying the prophecies in that for the last couple uh days in particular. I've really been pouring into it. I've been listening to a lot of the Ken Kim Clement uh stuff that we and some of it we've played here on the air. And you know, the one that had the two presidents, and then I listen to, which we played here. And by the way, what a unique situation. You know, some people are saying there's two presidents right now, but also the ones that were the foreshadowing of the 45th presidency. And there's some really unique nuggets in all of this stuff. Like he has called it exactly of what's going to happen. But I guess where I wanted to go with this is there's actually some hints about the timeline in this. And, you know, no one's going to predict the timeline and, you know, be completely accurate or stand by it. But there was a lot to do with this spring. And it also goes back to some other shows. This is the stuff I've picked out of the prophecies and what I've been hearing. So I'm just sharing my heart with you. On some of the previous shows we've done, like that one, it's called Drip D-Class. And what happens is, is something gets let out. The media, the Mockingbird Leviathan Media, Toth Media, has puts out a counter. And then God, or you know, the people he's using, just drops something else out there and makes them look foolish. And this has happened every single day for years now. 
like and multiple times a day in many cases. So what I am seeing, and listen, I don't think the way God does, or, you know, his ways are higher than our ways, just trying to figure things out. But in this thing that he is doing, and God is going to do it, uh, God has talked through these prophets, none of these guys or, or their families are backing down off of what they've said. And by the way, so I was pouring into the uh, Kim Clement stuff. I was re-listening to the Kent Christmas stuff that we played here on the show because it so resided with what we've been saying. And and basically these prophecies, like the Kent Christmas ones, it's stuff we were saying back in September. So, you know, we're not claiming to be a prophetic show or anything like that, but, you know, there's, there's some stuff happening and we're getting confirmations. In fact, just yesterday, Kent Christmas put out a, a prophetic message talking about the splitting of the Red Sea and why the enemy had to catch up to uh, to the Israelis. And, and, you know, they're scared. Why, did, why didn't God just deal with them back then? Because he had to lead them into the trap. And the Israelis got to see the whole thing. But, you know, so th- this was just said yesterday. We said that months ago. All these things are coming out that's been said months ago. So I want to be ahead of the curve and just put some stuff out. First of all, what we're seeing on Wall Street, uh, Kim Clement's prophecy said, you know, watch Wall Street. Watch what happens. You'll see the signs. And right now, I think we're seeing signs of desperation. Uh, Donald Trump actually said, if Joe Biden gets into office, the stock market is going to crash. Donald Trump said that. Okay, let's see if it happens. But we know it's not going good because in the first, you know, couple of weeks of uh, the acting Pedotis, I hate saying his name, of his presidency, he's put out so many, everything he's done, every step he's done has been to destroy America. You see the pattern, right? It's been made obvious. It's to destroy America. Why is it so obvious now? Why is it so obvious? There's obviously no support for those policies. People aren't excited about paying higher taxes. People's medication going up through the roof. Open border, losing jobs. Yeah, people aren't behind that. Green New Deal stuff. Everyone knows that's just a loss of rights and everything else. So why is all this stuff happening? And I believe it's God's plan it's going to happen. People have to see things to believe it. And you know what? It's it's good to know that you need God in this. Because, listen, right now, it looks like he's the only one who's going to turn this around. So the financial markets, if you look at what some of Donald J. Trump put into place uh, in his executive orders of September of 2018, for instance, he is able to take control of anyone foreign or domestic, who contributed to falsifying this election and uh, willingly went along with it. So we saw the biggest corporations in America participating in it, being pro-China. By the way, pro-sports was pro-China through all this. Uh, The media obviously is involved in this. 
All these things have to come down. I don't see how they can survive. I do not see how they can survive. So that means there's some pain coming ahead. Now, Jesse isn't with us now, and she, she was going to bring the joy, but I'm going to do my best to give you some a couple glimpses into what I see coming down. There's been a lot of talk about this Nasara Jasara thing. I've been on the record saying I think we're going to see a form of that. Now, we've also been on the record on this show saying we believe right now the time we are in is tracking the Exodus, which is when the slaves were released. We have been slaved under this incorporation. The way your money has worked, it's been nothing but enslavement. And we're being freed from that slavery, and the enemy's armies have to go down. Now, in the Exodus, the wealth of the enemy's army was given to the people. And, you know, in today's economy, that could equate to trillions of dollars plus the elimination of bad debt. And it's bad debt if it's illegal, if they manufactured the money and lent you something that wasn't really happening. We've been under an illegal system, an improper system. So I don't think, however, that like trillions of dollars are just going to be divided up evenly amongst the people of this world. I don't think it'll work that way. I think debts are going to be relieved. Yeah. Don't run up your credit card based on me saying this. This isn't financial advice. However, I think you're going to have the opportunity doing what you do right now. If many of the taxes are gone, there will be some form. You have to keep a military. You have to have government in some form. You have to have paved roads. There's going to, there's going to be some form of tax. Hopefully it's a flat tax. But you're going to have the ability to earn like never before. And I believe those who have faith during this time are really going to have a very big advantage. Because a lot of this, if you look at the effects of everything that's happening in the political and in the church, and you know, even the church doubting the prophecies and things like that, God is testing to see who's out there, to see who, who he can use. You know, and it's, it's, you think of the parable of the talents, you know, take from the one and give it that did nothing and give it to the guy who already has 10 because he's going to do something with it. Guy or gal want to be really uh, careful about that. It's not just mankind. It's all humankind. So there's so much good stuff. And what, what I've been seeing in the last while, and I, I've mentioned many times going back to past shows about we're going into this time of the acts. It's the beginning of the church. It's the beginning of this great harvest. And really, you know, if you believe some of the Kim Clement prophecies is probably the greatest prophet of our time, uh, you know, our generation, you know, unless you see a natural death, may never see death. You know, the, the, this is the time we are coming into the time of the tribulation. And I'm not going to speculate on, you know, this escapism. And, you know, I do believe there is a rapture. I don't know when it occurs. I have an opinion. That's it. But 
we are going to have really, really good times. This is going to be a dangerous time for those of you who not to get caught up in materialism, not to get caught up in stuff. Listen, be a good steward, multiply it. We are called to take as much ground as possible in this time. But during this time, going into the Acts part and the church, right now, there are miraculous healings happening in churches. There are. Now, if you're someone who needs a miraculous healing, and, and I've been there, and I've had people in my family have been there who have not received it. it. It's happened. And it's really hard to believe in a miracle when you need a miracle. But right now, some of the way that miracles are happening is our people are going to churches and the elders and the, the pastor who really have fasted and prayed about this stuff, they'll get a circle around you, they'll lay hands on you, and they plead to God. And sometimes a miracle happens. Sometimes it doesn't. Don't blame God. You know, God is divine in what he in what he does. But there's reasons. His ways are better than our ways. By the way, he doesn't he counts our time on this planet as just a little small proving ground. Maybe it's someone's time to go. Who knows? I don't. But here's what I'm going to tell you. In this time coming very, very soon, we won't be gathering in circles and laying on hands and screaming in petition for God for healing. We're going to walk by someone and say, stand up. You're healed. You're just going to command it. It's going to happen. We are coming into a beautiful time. I don't know how long it's going to be. But it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful time. And there's a lot to look forward to. Look, we have Tom on the show on Sunday, uh, and he's going to do a live question and answer. So brilliant filmmakers like Tom will be putting out great content, not this crap that, you know, the Hollywood people are putting out. We're going to have good content. We're going to have wholesome. We're going to go back to, you know, if I just I wasn't alive in the 1950s, but I see it as being kind of a really good time. People were happy. Morals were in place. You know, if, if someone did something really bad in their neighborhood, the neighborhood kind of said, no, 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 well, we don't really accept that. And, you know, they'd come together and say, look, we, we care about you. You got to change your ways. And. I think we're coming back to those. Now, how long the time is, I don't know. Uh, it's not going to last forever. God has certainly said there's going to be a tribulation. And, you know, everyone has their own opinion on that. But I think that, uh, you know, all the apostles suffered. I think, you know, a lot of people have suffered for Christ. And, you know, let's face it, we've been in, a, in an age that's had it pretty good for now. Uh, hopefully, you know, he takes that into consideration. Maybe we can't take the... Uh, the pain that some of the previous generations have had, you know, listen, some previous generations, they, they've lived without, you know, <laughs> flush toilets, you know, that can't be good in January or February, depending where you live, just saying, but we've been a spoiled generation in many ways. And I don't think we're going to get away without some pain in some form. Maybe it's just when the mark comes out and, uh, we can't work. We can't travel. You know, who knows how it's going to play out, but these things will play out. So listen, I want you to join us for Sunday's show. It's going to be a live show, question and answer with Tom. Jesse and I are going to be watching the chat 
session and, and picking out some questions and asking Tom. And uh, I think it's going to be really, really fruitful. Um, what other, I know I have a couple other things to announce. Oh, yes. I, sorry, I wanted to finish up. We were talking about the corporations and the fall of the corporation on previous shows. You see, you've been living under admiralty, ad, admiralty law, maritime law, essentially, and we should be living on common law, constitutional law. And all these things are starting to come together as we see it go. And what I found interesting was a couple things. I, I was reminded just before coming on the show that I put a Facebook banner on one of my pages probably over a year ago. And this is before I was really thinking about uh, the, the, you know, the law of the sea and stuff like that. But I put up a banner and it's a picture of a very dark sea. <coughs> oh, excuse me. A very dark sea and a lighthouse coming in. And the saying on it says, when a storm is coming, and now picture yourself, you're out in a very dark sea and the sea can become very violent. And you know you have to get to land for safety. Where do you go? You go towards the light. You go towards the light. And, you know, that will bring you the safety and that's going to bring you the land, the, the return of you not being a slave, the truly setting the free, the slaves free, but not only free spiritually and just in our walk, but spiritually too, you know, on top of the physical, we're going to be free. And I guess a final thought is it, uh, I saw a definition, you know, they've, they've been saying that, uh, DJT is at the, uh, at Mar-a-Lago there, and it's been called the Winter White House. And that was the name given to it uh, when it was donated by the Post family. And I saw a breakdown of the actual word Mar-a-Lago. Mar means, actually, let me just, I want to make sure I get this right. It means sea to lake. So what's the difference between the sea and the lake? There's both water when we're told to watch the water, but sea to lake. So sea can really become violent. There, it's salt water. There's a, there's a difference there, um, but it's really open and it separates continents. A lake, you're never far from land. Never that far. The Great Lakes are pretty big, I will admit. But so I don't know how that all ties in. But I thought it was very interesting. Watch the water and Mar-a-Lago means sea to land and it's the sec the winter White House. Interesting. Listen, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you for joining us on this program and may God bless you. Tune in on Sunday for that special show. It's going to be at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the link is already up on YouTube. Uh, I'll see you in the waiting room. We'll answer your questions or sorry, Tom will answer your questions. Anyways, as always, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor. 
Right on radio. Right on radio.